Hi, I'm Renee Summer, our digital news anchor here at 7 at 7. Watch our streaming nonstop newscast immediately with your mobile phone. 7 at 7 is the new way for you to get every bit of local news you need in just seven minutes. Breaking news, local neighborhood news, weather and sports are just a click away. Reporters bring you all of what's happening in the Valley. From Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, YouTube and more. Get every bit of local news you need from the RJ and LVRJ.com. The Las Vegas Raiders have partnered with the global lifestyle app True Connect to give the gift of wellness. Transform your mind, body, and soul through thousands of hours of premium fitness content, guided meditations, progress tracking, and more. Visit tcfree.fit to redeem one free year of True Connect exclusively for Raider Nation. Welcome to the Raiders Press Pass, your credential to all things silver and black. Teams that are winning organizations have to learn is how to win and then maintain. I'm curious as a head coach and a guy who's been a winner as a player, how do you, is that something that you can start to institute during the middle of a season? Is that something that comes during OTAs and mini camps? How do you teach teams how to win and, and maintain that? Yeah, I mean, that's something that's been talked about in this building from day one. Um, and it's continued. We talked about that today, just having a winning stamina mentality. That's in meetings walk-through, practice, the same focus that those guys had on Sunday, carrying that over and down in a full work week, right? And that, is, that comes with, you know, the leaders, again, like I'm going to keep going back to the guys in the locker room kind of leading, you know what I mean? Not waiting until the horn blows, getting ahead, you know what I mean? Thinking ahead, being ahead, you know? Um, obviously, we had a great meetings and some great walkthroughs, and we'll just keep pushing like that, and then we'll go on the grass and, and keep pushing forward. I, mean, I imagine when you look at the Jets' record, it doesn't maybe line up with what you <clears> see on the film. This is Pretty decent football team, especially defensively. What is it that you see about the, the Jets that presents some trouble? Uh, play hard, uh, physical up front, both sides of the football. They're built well uh, with the offensive line. Big, massive gentlemen. Uh, on the defensive line, obviously, very skilled, talented, length, mass. I mean, looks good, you know. And then in the back end, you know, they you know, obviously saw Scarden was a problem. Um, but that's secondary. You know, they play well. They're in sync. Good football program. Good football program. And obviously for us, you know, we're going to have to um, – be on our P's and Q's and dialed up and match their energy as well. You kind of just said Sauce Gardner is a problem. When you talk about him as a player, when you look at Montgomery, what are some problems that, you know, he presents? And you and how are you looking forward to seeing that challenge against Devontae? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, one thing we know, we know where he's going to be at, right? He's going to be on that left side, all right. But um, a very talented individual, a lot of confidence, swag, um, ball making, ball hawking, creates opportunities for his defense with his length. Um, Plays to the, the strength of the system as well. Knows where his help is. Smart football player. Really good football player. Very talented. Uh, it's going to be fun to watch whoever he's matched up on and just watch how our guys compete against him. Post said yesterday that he integrated players with the game plan, went to them, <clears throat> got their feedback on certain things they liked. As you build the culture here, is that a main part of what you want in terms of their input and having them mm -hmm. be involved with building a culture? Yeah, I think it's important that, you know, you always – go back to the players and ask, hey, what are you comfortable with? Especially now for Bo, right? New play caller. Uh, getting a feel for your players. Again, we talked about this last week, the synergy and energy and the feel for one another. And as Bo's growing, as I'm growing with Bo and, and this offense, just understanding what, work, what works well for our guys, you know, and not for the play caller. You know, how do we execute? What do we execute at a higher level with? And those guys uh, did have some input. Uh, I asked them to do that as well. Uh, but more importantly, it's going to come down to play caller and a quarterback and what we're comfortable with. And then more importantly, what can we execute at a high level to give us an opportunity to win? After the emotion of last week and, and on Sunday, how do you avoid a letdown this week? 
Well, you know, we knew last week was going to be emotion, and I, we, we checked that this morning. You know, we, we can't win the National Football League each and every week on emotions. We'll get burnt out. Now it comes back to what football is all about, the execution, fundamentals, technique, doing your job, you know, maintaining, like I, I, I answered earlier, that winning stamina, you know, that purpose. And just, again, as simple as it is, just do your job. You know, we don't need the extra stuff. That will come with us playing well. Uh, our guys are motivated. Uh, it's a new week for us. Last week's behind us, and we're looking forward. Going back to what Ed asked about culture, <clears throat> how much of the culture do you think you can change in about a half a season left? Step by step, brick by brick. Uh, last week was the first step. We'll continue this week uh, with what our um, mindset will be as far as our mantra, as far as what we want to lead into with the Jets, and we'll keep that in-house. But, yeah, I, I, think, I don't think that's a problem. I think you can flip the switch anytime, to be honest, if you choose to. If you choose to, and we do have 53 men and coaches that do just that. They're choosing to make a difference. How important is it to have someone like Max? <clears throat> you never have, have to worry about flipping a switch. He's just always on. <laughs> yeah, you get nervous, you know. You always wonder if he's going to get burnt out, but he, he's not. I mean, I tried to – and I'm going to continue to keep trying to match his energy, but on a game, on that field, on that grass, I mean, you saw the effort, the way he plays. It's reckless. He gives up his body for his team. Um, it's contagious. And what we do and what we've done, and Patrick Graham and that defensive staff have done an outstanding job of telling everybody they need to match it. All 11 need to match Max Crosby. Our staff, our building needs to match his purpose, his why, his energy, his effort. And if we do that, you know, we'll have winning performances. Matt, you said uh, even though you know, there's been a lot of joking about you guys matching each other's energy, he says it goes back even further than that, that you, uh, I think he said, try to get under his skin or something before every game to fire him up, maybe even dating back to last year. Well, yeah. what, brought the, what brought that about? What's the story? Uh, just being around him, just trying to, you know, like, you know, when I first got here, the, he, it jumped off to me. Like, this guy's in the building at 6 a.m. Doesn't leave until 6 p.m. You know, uh, then you watch him practice. I remember Denzel Pyramid, like, AP, you haven't seen nothing like this. I'm like, ah, I've seen guys work hard and effort. And, no, he's right. I have not. I have not ever seen a player be consistent like Max Crosby. Um, but, you know, it's just us got just, just talking about, you know, simple things. Outside of football, and then that carried over onto the grass. Obviously, I never coached Max. I was with the linebackers, but I was always next to Max. And I could feel his energy. And it reminded me when I played that kind of purpose and that kind of mindset. And we would just talk about certain things, and it would be things that I would hear him say. And I'm like, eh, you know, I did play with Bruce Smith and Michael Strahan, guys like that. So, you know, we started calling out names, and then – it got to you know, some really good, deep conversations, and that's just obviously grown with our relationship with one another. Antonio, Robert uh, Splane's played at 597 snaps this year, uh, indicating that he's on the field quite a bit as a yep. linebacker. So that's often the case. What is it about him that he's shown you guys that, you know, he should be out there three downs, uh, every down? Yeah, lunch pill, hard hat, broke his hand early in the game against the Lions, never flinched. Didn't miss a snap, taped it up, kept going. Next day, came in, had surgery, got it cast up, went out there and played every snap. Um, that's the mentality you want. You know, you got your superstars, you got the guys that get all the credit, and you got guys like this, the lunch pail guys that just come to work every day and does it with a smile. He's been like that since day one. I remember the first time we talked over the phone when we signed him. His energy, I could feel his, his fire in his belly of being an undrafted guy, getting cut from one team, not getting the opportunity he thought he was going to get at certain places, and he brought that here. And the first thing he did when he got here was give a match Crosby, and he tried to match that energy. It didn't work out. But what he's done for us is the, the, mental, the mental part. You know, it's been really good for Patrick Graham, our linebacker core, and our defense because he does a lot of things pre- and post-snap that helps us. AP, you in both different positions, <clears throat> different personalities, same mindset towards football, attack, attack, attack. How much did that 
how much, I guess, peace of mind does it give you to know you, you're a defensive guy, but your OC has your mindset? Yeah, that was conversation that goes back to, you know, walk around the building, getting to know one another, um, and really on the treadmill. We do that right before practice, and we continue to do that before practice, keep our routine, don't change. We are who we are. And um, just you, you, can, you can tell in the tone and when you ask questions about just me even talking about other opponents and the mindset and hearing him speak and talk, I thought it was just a good match. You know, and, and you can see how players react to him and respond to him and how well he's done with Aiden and just that whole quarterback group and, and really in general. Uh, but he has a certain calmness about him. It's a little southern draw, totally different than AP, and I love it because you need a little bit of yin and yang. Um, but the mindset is there. It's to win. It's to be aggressive. It's attack. I mean, you saw what we did last night, or excuse me, two nights ago, uh, and then that's not going to change. You know, uh, Bo, Bo has my full support, Champ Kelly's full support, and the team has really rallied behind his philosophy and what he wants to do going forward. Something that Max said after last game was that while he thinks the defense is playing well, he thinks there's another level we can get to. Um, what are some areas that you would like to see more out of the defense? Run defense. You know, uh, it was great getting eight sacks. It's not cool giving up 100 yards. That's not cool. Uh, the cool part is about being heavy-handed, dominant up front, making the team one-dimensional. That, that's – I don't care what team, what year football we're in, you stop the run. You, you, you got to be stout up front. You got to be heavy-handed. Linebackers got to be hammers. The corners got to come out there and be secondary support players, and our back end got to come down there and, and bring that thump, you know. And until you really establish that, you can't be the defense we really want to be, and that's what Max is saying. So for us, it's really about being heavy-handed up front. PG and Matt uh, Edwards and, and Robbie Leonard do a great job of that every week, just harping that. But now we got to do it each and every week. We got to be consistent, and we do that. We got pass rushers, and they showcased that the last couple of weeks. You had to turn to Amari Burning a little bit on, on Sunday, and statistically it looks like he responded. Uh, what did you like about the rookie? Well, it really goes back to the Detroit Lions. You know, had a couple linebackers nicked up. We throw him in. He was inactive for a couple weeks. Goes in and there, and here's a guy that's, you know, quarterback, wide receiver, safety. Uh, okay, I want to be a linebacker. Now I'm in the pros. Getting used to using your hands, how to play down in a run game. Confidence. And I think also sometimes it's okay to take a step back. You know, he didn't play for a couple weeks, so what did he do? He, he, he worked his tail off on the scout team, you know, and we're sitting there, hey, come on, Bernie, keep going. And then all of a sudden you get an opportunity on defense, and you just say, hey, man, look, let it loose. All the stuff that we saw on scout team, now just, it's the game. It's just bright lights and the cameras, more cameras. So he's done an excellent job of just, more importantly, taking the mental aspect of the game and studying why he has not been playing, and that's been showing up on film. How much does it benefit him that he's teachable? <clears throat> I think the one thing we've done here from a personnel standpoint is bringing in smart tough, dependable guys, you know. He's at practice. He's in meetings. He stays late. You always see him studying. He's asking questions. He's not a big rah-rah guy. Sometimes you kind of lose him a little bit because he's a rookie, and the rookies get lost. You got to grab him back in. Um, but he's done an excellent job of just keeping his focus, especially when you're not playing because you can kind of get lost in the shuffle, right? And he has not done that. When I was in the linebacker room with him, you know, the countless hours that we spent outside of meeting time of uh, getting an extra film session, is now paying off, and the kid has confidence as he goes on the field. Going back to stopping the run, is that going to be an extra emphasis this week with Brees Hall coming into the town on Sunday night? I would think so. I mean, the explosive runs that he has, 80, 70-yard runs, get to the outside, very patient runner. Big. I actually I tried to recruit him out of college. Um, he told me no right away. I was like, okay, well, cool, no problem. Um, uh, but this is a this is a this is a different back. You know, this is going to be challenging for us up front. We understand that they don't hide it when they want to run. Uh, we know they want to run. We know they want to be tough and, and get after the run game. And 
that's what our guys are. And it's a great challenge for us this week. And, and the guys did it with a smile today in the meetings and in the walkthrough, and we'll see how practice looks. We're just talking about Amari, another rookie that kind of stepped up is uh, Nessa J. Severa, a guy that was activated. What went to the position of kind of bringing him up in the progression you've seen from him as well? Yeah, I think you see it across the league. Midseason, hey, those rookies need to start going, right? Some of the vets have taken a lot of pounding. It's now time, like, look, you've been in the league eight, nine weeks, you know, you've done a great job in practice. You know, now, now let's see who's on the field. He only played a few snaps, but, you know, another you know gentleman I recruited out of college, you know what I mean, when I was at uh, the previous uh, employer, and he did a – Excellent job of when he got in the game of just being physical. Like, we didn't need to make plays. Just, hey, do your job. You know, do your job. And he did just that. And he's a guy that's going to keep growing as he gets more and more reps. Last week certainly wasn't normal around here. I mean, do you feel it is now? Is this normal? Is that something you want? Do you want routine and normalcy? Or do you want kind of, you know, what last week was emotionally? No, I don't want last week. I, I like organized chaos. Keyword organized chaos. You know, not when you get thrown everywhere. And, um, but at the end of the day, you don't blink. You don't like you, you just come in and you just work, man. At the end of the day, you know, we got a we got a job to do. We know what we signed up for. It's not easy. Um, but it was good to get in there and just get a normal, hey, here's our here's our team meeting, go to special teams, go to defense, go to walkthrough, go out there on the grass. We ain't gotta answer the tough questions. You know, we gotta answer just things that's come up for the following week. How about the game being on Sunday night? Uh, the fact that all the eyes are being on you guys. Uh, you kind of feel like what they were anyway, but I mean Sunday night football. Uh, this is where the Raiders should be, you know, if, get, get you guys out there to a national audience. Yeah, I mean, that was our mindset last week, us against the world. And that hasn't changed. It won't change as long as I'm in front of this, this team and this podium. Um, we will carry that chip. But, again, at the end of the day, it's always fun to play underneath the bright lights. That's when the stars step up, right? And that's when certain guys make a name for themselves. And for us, it's a great opportunity on a, on a national stage with everybody watching on Sunday night against a very good physical football team uh, to, again, showcase that we can – Keep pounding and compounding brick by brick, win by win, play by play, um, performances by our team. Let's go Q, Heidi, and wrap it up with Hondo. Kind of go along the lines with that same question. When team, people talk about the Las Vegas Raiders led by Antonio Pierce, what do you want that message to be? Yeah, you know, first and foremost, just a mentally tough team. You know, a team that, that you see out there saying, damn, that's how football's supposed to be played. Um, running the ball, stopping the run, having fun, doing it as a team. And more importantly, like the love and passion for the game. I hope that when you if, you, if you never get to come to one of our games in the stadium, that when you watch on television, you're like, damn, them dudes love ball. They love ball. They love playing for one another. And if I can get that, uh, I've, I've accomplished one of my goals. I want to ask us just how excited you get for the opportunity to go up against a coach who's very defensive-minded like yourself. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's always good, defensive coach. You could know what kind of game it's going to be. <laughs> it ain't going to be a shootout, I can tell you that, right? So, um, but, no, it's, it's obviously a lot of respect for Robert and his staff and what they've done. i got a lot of friends on that staff, respect what they've done, what they've been able to accomplish. They've gone through a lot of, you know, off the field and turmoil on the field with as far as uh, injuries and, and things that they have overcome. Uh, but much respect. He's done it for a long time in this league. I've watched him going back to when he was the Niners and, and how he's moved up in his ranks. Respect, and again, just not challenges. But again, the best part about it, me and Robert don't play against one another. You know, he's got to get Devontae. I got to worry about Bell and, and Williams and all those guys that got on their side of the ball. So it's going to be fun to watch. Coach, you talked about being born a Raider. I'm just curious. Coaches get in a box and they're just so busy. Have you been able to take a moment and appreciate? Well, this drink, I mean, I, I got here now. Are, are you able to appreciate it yet, or is it just so fast you can't? No, you got to take it. I mean, I tell our players, they, that's why we gave them time off. Sit back and, and really –
enjoy the fruits of our labor. Too often we just pound, 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 and next thing you know, you pound yourself right in that grave, and you, you don't you don't really reap the benefits of your labor. So for me, yeah, right after that game, I went home and just kind of like, you know, just breathe and just no TV, no music, just kind of like just try to reflect on what just transpired you know, over the last several days. But then you realize you're in the National Football League and it's back to work and you want to do it again. And that's the best feeling about it. That locker room feeling is what all our guys were talking about today. I want more. I want more. They want more. They want more. I want more. I want to stay in there longer with them and celebrate. You know, I want to do that kind of stuff. So, no, listen, um, when I'm done playing the game, when I finally, you know, decide, like, AP's tapped out, I'm retired, go wherever I need to go, that, you know, wherever I've been, I made people proud. I made the, the gentlemen around me better. I brought people from the bottom up to the top, just like people have done for me, and I'll be okay with that. Cool. Dante, uh, you know, obviously it's not every snap, but what thoughts on the guy who will probably be, you know, primary primary guy covering you, Sauce Gardner, uh, first, uh, first, first, first All Team All Pro in the rookie year since Ronnie Lott. Thoughts on going up against him and what he brings? Well, I look at the tape. That all the, you know, All Pros and Pro Bowls. That don't mean nothing to me. Is I mean, he's a good player for sure. Um, he's got a good tape and got got a lot of good measurables and. Um, he's deserving of the attention that he's gotten for sure since he's been in the league. But the bringing up the first team All Pro and all that, like you got to you got to line it up every snap at the end of the day. So the the past accomplishments and stuff don't mean anything, you know, for anybody, but um, especially in this instance. You guys, last week was kind of a condensed week with everything that happened. Now that you have a a full week here, do you anticipate maybe some more changes to the office or more wrinkles that you guys can put in? Um, yeah, we won't we won't change up too much, but obviously you'll watch the tape and then adjust based off who you're playing against and uh, try to put a good plan together to, to attack them. So I'm sure we'll. I mean, for the most part, we it's about the same anyway. You come in on Wednesday. We came in on Wednesday. We started with the game plan, and everything last week. So it's not going to be much different. I know you talked about uh, you know, playing with emotion, not being sustainable going forward. Uh, I guess what is sustainable and what are the things you kind of aim to to get yourselves ready that is sustainable? Well, I mean. It's sustainable if you know how to, you know, manage it and, and use it correctly. But um, we just—I mean—the the thing that's sustainable is just our our, our attitude, and our energy, and, and our focus moving forward as a team. And I think, you know, all those pieces are um, are in place right now. It's just a matter of just keeping that going and, and keeping everybody positive. You know, in the midst of adversity, um, you know, not everything's going to go as smoothly as it did last last week. So, just understanding that and then doing something about it when you have the opportunity. Aiden said, uh, you know, he's learning how to be a pro quite a bit with you. What do you see from him right now, you know, getting ready for the Jets? I mean, he's he's he just continues to, to show the just the right way. I mean, he's the way he takes care of his body, um, his attention to detail. He's here early, he's here late, um, you know. So it's, it's, uh, it's impressive to see because, you know, it's, it's been a lot of things, a lot of distractions in, in the way. And, He's been, you know, one of the most focused people probably in this building since the beginning and just waiting on his opportunity and uh, not praying on anybody's downfall, but just, you know, there in, in the event that his number gets called. And, you know, it, it has a couple times and he's answered. So he's, he's got a lot that he's done to feel confident about moving forward. He's got to stay with it. How unique was that for, for a guy that's been around like you and just how cool is that? Yeah, it was cool. It was definitely different for, for me to do that. Um, done it before with Matt LaFleur, um, you know, at the beginning of his career with uh, with the Packers. Um, but, you know, being in that situation, obviously it was a lot of energy in that locker room. So 
it was deserving. It wasn't just a charity thing we were doing. You know, guys played well, and Aiden stepped up. He took control of the offense, took control of the huddle, and he was locked in all week. And, uh, you know, immediately as soon as he knew he was the guy um, moving forward, uh, you know, you could you could see that ownership and that uh, that confidence that that's in there. And I actually talked to him. We were walking out of the game, or walking out of the the locker room together, um, heading over to see our families. And I just kind of told him that, man, you got a confidence and a swagger out there that's is different. It's not loud. It's not you know showboating and stuff like that. But it's just a, a sense of I belong, and he certainly does. So it's, it's good that he's got that. What kind of impact does Max have, not just on the defense, but the entire team from a leadership standpoint? Um, yeah, from a leadership uh, stand, standpoint or whatever word that was. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't say it. Yeah. No, he's, he's a great leader. And, um, I mean, he's, he's the ultimate lead by example guy. I mean, he, he does everything um, the right way as far as his process and the way he goes about um, just being locked in, in in meetings, you know, verbally speaking to the team and really in every single way. I mean, he's, he kind of embodies what it means to be a captain. And he pushes me, you know, in times where – um, you know, I, I'm, I'm on a drought or whatever, and, and it's, it's kind of hard to, to get going, you know, myself. I, I just go out there sometimes and watch him. And I told him actually today, you know, I'll stand up and watch him when, on the sideline when they're out there. And, you know, it'll, it'll give me some juice just seeing how hard he plays. And for him to be as good of a player as he is and, and to have that motor and that type of tenacity and intentionality with what he does, I mean, it's really unheard of. I don't think I've ever seen it, um, you know. I've, I've seen it from guys like Aaron, but, you know, the, the strain is different for a quarterback than it is for a, a defensive player. And, um, you know, it's, it's definitely fun to watch. Do you feel like, you know, Max getting the, the team cigars and everything, that's kind of reestablishing what this franchise was about, kind of rebel identity, do, do your own thing, not, not as corporate as maybe other teams. And what do you think of all that and the culture? Of the team? Well, I don't look at what the, the cigars thing as something that's not as corporate. I mean, it's... It's definitely different in the middle of the season, but at the end of the day, you know, we don't, we don't, this, this building and, and anybody that's dealt with the type of adversity that we have this year and just the ups and downs and all the negative attention and a lot of drama and stuff, um, you know, they'll never understand what, 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 why we had that feeling and why it led to cigars being, you know, lit in the locker room. Obviously, not everybody agrees with it, but, you know, we, you can't you won't last in this league if you care too much about what other people think and how they feel about what you do you're not a part of this team um you know it's it's going to be hard to understand why it was necessary to happen you know we're not going to light up cigars every single week but um you know based off of the changes that were made and you know the way that this team rallied together um it was definitely warranted for for something like that to happen and uh now we just got to make it make it normal that way we don't have to light cigars in the locker room after you know regular season wins okay thanks Devontae. Uh, a lot of people are talking about and pointing out your game management at the line of scrimmage, you know, sort of calling out the lines, the, the blitzes coming and whatnot. It's all out of, on film. Where does that kind of come from? Is that a part of the game that you enjoy? Um, definitely. You know, I think it's um, it's hard to do, but it's, you know, solving problems. And I, I enjoy, you know, trying to solve problems. I think um, the coaches do a really good job of preparing you for that. I remember even back in OTAs, Bo um, challenging me with, hey, what do you do if it's blitz zero? And we have a normal run play. Like he could, he probably told me that exact play and that exact run. What would you do against Blitz Zero back in May when I first got here? And back then I didn't know what the heck he was talking about. But um, it's cool, you know, to see that um, it's come full circle. And you know, the coaches trust me, and they've you know instilled confidence in me and the guys as well. So.
the fact that it's not just you, you now have to articulate it and other guys have to pick it up. So all being on the same page and having that trust, um, you know, what, what's that like in terms of that trust factor that everybody's hearing what you're talking about and doing what you're asking them to do? Yeah, I think it comes from practice. You know, I've, I've seen the guys up front do that from, you know, when I got here till now, all through training camp and beginning part of the season. So I know when I um, come in, it's my job to, you know, just try to continue that and try to be as clear as possible for them because, you know, like I said, the guys up front have a tremendous job. They have, you know, such a hard job to do and every play they're fighting their butts off. And so I can try to make the game as easy as I can for them. Um, and so, yeah, it's just, it takes, a, it's a whole team effort. It takes everybody being on the same page. And um, again, that comes a lot from practice and, and film work. Aiden, hey, you're a guy that, I mean, I, you're from my, my neck of the woods. You were headed to Davenport. And now all of a sudden you're in the NFL and you're you're a starter in the NFL. I'm curious, has it hit you yet? Or that okay, this is my team now. Um, you know, I'm just trying to take it a day at a time. I, I say often, I think every day has enough of its own to worry about, and I'm trying to execute that practice and make sure I know um, what I'm doing and make sure I'm you know just staying up and doing my job. And so um, I think there's a time to reflect, and I think I definitely want to reflect and be grateful because you know I, I've wished to be here for a long time, but at the same time. It's a, there's a task at hand you have to execute, and so I'm, I'm mostly focusing on that. You made several adjustments and some audibles on Sunday. I'm just curious about your comfort level now with what Bo's doing. Yeah, I think, like I said, Bo does a great job of preparing you for that. I think we knew the Giants were going to give us you know, different looks, and they're going to throw a few different things at us. And so throughout the week, that's dialogue that we had, um, and there's even a couple plays that I made checks and we didn't execute, and so um, you know there's always room to improve. There's always things you can work on, and you know I think that's what we're, we're trying to do. I know you guys got dialed into the Jets uh, starting today, but uh, did you get, give yourself a chance to watch them a little bit on Monday night? And what did you say? Uh, yes, you know I was um, de- definitely watching. They're they're a great team, great defense. Um, they got playmakers at all three levels and uh, veteran guys, young guys that are um, just really dynamic players, and so it's going to take. A lot of execution from us. We really got to know what we're doing. They're going to, you know, do what they do, and they're going to do it, you know, with high intensity and try to push us back and create turnovers and things of that nature. So we have to be locked in every play. Um, you know, every play in the NFL is super important, and I, I think, you know, throughout practice we have to focus on that and, and continue that to the game. Your linemen have been joking a lot with you about your age, and uh, Greg Van Roten says, I don't know if you can call him a rookie at that age. Are you enjoying the camaraderie you have with those guys? Uh, definitely. You know, I think um, this is a, a new situation for me. Obviously, I was by far the oldest guy in the college locker room. And so to be, you know, one of the younger guys um, in this locker room and obviously to have a much um, larger age span is pretty cool. And so it's it's been fun to be with guys from different walks of life, different um, seasons in their life, but all coming together to, you know, play the same game and try to execute the same way. So it's been a lot of fun. Those guys have been awesome for me since I've been here and especially in the last, last week. Sure, uh, Josh Jacobs is probably a guy you knew about and watched before you're in the NFL, but now you've been uh, here with him for a few months. What, what what stood out or impressed you the most about working with him? Yeah, I think you know we talk about in our quarterback room. JJ's a unique running back. He's very vocal. Um, he's not afraid to ta- challenge guys. He's not afraid to challenge himself and hold himself accountable. And I think you know to have a running back um, who works super hard and obviously led the league in rushing last year to come in and work as hard as he does in practice. Um, to you know, want to communicate as much as he does. He he really cares about the details, and that's one thing I, I really admire from him. He's a, he's really a professional, and you know I've learned a lot from him. The offensive production slowed down considerably in the second half on Sunday. Was that just a matter of the fact of, of where the score was in the game at that time, or was there something that showed up in the tape that you guys 
to not make the adjustment on to counter their adjustments? You know, I think um, we, we were ahead, so we wanted to use good clock management. But at the same time, I think we, we could have done a better job executing. Um, you know, we obviously ran the ball well, and um, JJ did a great job. Offensive line did a great job. But I think, you know, yeah, there's definitely room to improve. Um, we got to continue to push to have a, really a perfect game is what we're looking for. And we played well, but there's still things to work on. And so, yeah, I think, you know, as long as there's mistakes out there, we have things to correct and um, things to try to get better at. Aiden, most guys get the summer to work on building relationships with the receivers, lots of passing in the offseason. You didn't play in coming into camp. You were the third string guy. How's that coming with getting the reps and getting with those guys and building that rapport? Yeah, it's, you know, it's been cool to actually be the guy out there that's throwing the passes. I think, you know, I try to learn a lot from watching and um, unfortunately was on the bench a little bit in college and had to learn that way as well. And so I think I've, you know, tried as my best to get good at getting mental reps and being on the sideline and things of that nature. And so being out there, you know, those reps are, are priceless. You get a feel for the timing and as many times as you see it, um, you know, being able to go out there and actually do it is huge. So that's been a lot of fun. One more thing on Josh. I think uh, after the game, AP said that he's kind of the heartbeat of your offense. He thinks everyone takes on a different demeanor when, he, when he's running as hard as he can. Did, did you kind of feel that in the opening drive, especially? Definitely. Um, JJ is, like I said, he's a super hard worker. He was, you know, very vocal before the game to the entire offense about um, what we need to do, what we need to do to execute, and more than just the X and O's, the passion and the energy is going to take. And, you know, he does a lot of times set the tone for us. Um, like I said, challenges, got, challenges different guys, challenges himself. Um, so JJ has been, like I said, just a super hard worker and a, a super um, awesome leader for us. Aiden, uh, what's it been like with Devontae Adams thus far? Yeah, Devontae has been awesome for me. He's, uh, you know, soft-spoken a lot of times, but, um, you know, he definitely can get intense and, you know, he's an um, ultra-competitor who loves to win. I think more than anything, I've I've admired how much, um, how, how hard he goes at practice. It was not something I, I expected, and, you know, he is always out there at practice running routes as hard as he can, and, um, you know, it, there's a reason that he is who he is because he, he you know, prepares um, and he cares about the game a lot. And so Devontae is, is obviously a dynamic player, you know, a super unique talent at, at wide receiver. But I think more than that, I, I think I've learned more from him off the field in terms of what it takes to be a pro, um, watching film, taking care of your body, um, challenging guys, like I've said before. So he's he's been awesome. You talked about how much your faith plays a role in your confidence to perform, you know, in the position. Did you take any inspiration at all last season from Brock Purdy? Uh, same faith, you know, unheralded late round guy who had to come in for Jimmy and, uh, you know, did his thing. Did, did you take any inspiration from that? Definitely. You know, definitely. I think Brock's story is awesome. I, I think um, pretty much everybody knows it by now, and, and you know, um, he deserves that because it, it's an awesome story, and, you know, he's he's been vocal about what he believes in and, you know, what gets him through the day, what he enjoys, and what's hard for him. And so um, I think just being able to hear that from him and someone who's, you know, he played an NFC championship game. He's had a lot of success even just in his first year, first couple of years. And so, yeah, he's he is definitely an inspiration to me. I look up to him. I got to meet him when we uh, practiced against them in the preseason. And so that was that was really cool. But he's, he's a great guy. That's good. Thank you, guys. Thanks, yep. Thanks for listening to the Raiders Press Pass. For all things silver and black, download the Raiders app and visit Raiders.com. 
Hey, did you see that game last weekend? It was crazy. Actually, we were there. Wait, like in person? How'd you swing that? Allegiant had a super affordable nonstop flight out there. With how low the airfare was, buying tickets to the game was a no-brainer. Hold my beer. I'm going to Allegiant.com right now. Allegiant, the official airline of the Las Vegas Raiders. Experience the game you love at Allegiant Stadium. Visit Allegiant.com slash Raiders to book your flight, game tickets, and hotel all in one place.